Welcome to the Sherwood Online Podcast, an online ministry of the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene. Go grab your Bible, a coffee, pen, and paper, and sit back, and let's continue to kindle passion for Jesus together. For more information, you can find us at www.naspei.com. Now let's turn things over to our pastors. Well, good morning, Sherwood family and friends, extended family, the home groups that are meeting all over the place. I am Pastor Brad and very glad to see you this morning. And I'm joined by a lot of other pastors this morning. I'm not sure how they found this Zoom call, but here they are. No, I'm just kidding. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you this morning? I'm great. Good, good. We'll get into introductions and all that in just a moment. I want to get a couple of things uh, off right off the bat. Have you liked our Facebook page? I don't just mean this post. We'd really appreciate that if you like the post as well. But if you want to be notified when we go live on Facebook, make sure that you go to the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene Facebook page and click like. That way you'll know when we go live. Also, if you move over to our YouTube channel, same thing, Sherwood Church of the Nazarene, you'll see a repeated version of this at 1130. And so you're going to want to make sure that you click subscribe so that you get notified of that. Now, why would we have both, you ask? Because there are some people that aren't on Facebook that will watch on YouTube. If you know those people, send them to our YouTube channel. And if you just don't enjoy video content at all, but you love listening to audio, then you can find us on your podcast player of choice, and you can just listen to the audio. Maybe you're driving, maybe you're farming in the tractor. I know people that do that. Uh, You can listen to us there. And also throughout the course of this podcast, uh, if there's any prayer requests or things, concerns that you know of in the community, maybe in your own life, if you feel comfortable, please feel free to let us know in the chat so that we can pray for you. Or you can head over to our website, uh, naspeinazpei.com, and you can uh, you can reach out to us through that as well. So, gentlemen, I think that that's all I have for a preamble, except we do want to do what we call our daily declaration. It's just focusing us in. And good morning to everybody that's in chat. And I see uh, my nieces, Ava and Gracie, are saying hello. So hello, girls. Nice to see you on here this morning. Our daily declaration goes like this. It says, today I choose to abide in Christ. I will remain connected to him by engaging in his word, listening to his voice, obeying his commands and loving one another. My desire is to bear much fruit for his glory. Pastor Dave. Thank you, uh, Pastor Bradley, and good morning, everyone. Uh, Thanks for joining us on this Sunday, the 12th of July. Summer is already in full swing. Yes, sir. And I know that uh, you're enjoying these these good days. Uh, This morning, of course, uh, we have uh, Pastor Gordon McCann with us. He is the district superintendent of the Canada Pacific District Church of the Nazarene, a otherwise known as British Columbia. Uh, you've got a big territory to cover, wow. and I believe you were elected just a little over a year ago. Is just that correct? Year, just over a year ago, and uh, British Columbia and also the Yukon Territory. Okay, okay. Uh, my apologies. Uh, you've got even more landmass <laughs> than uh, most of us have, indeed. Uh, one of the things uh, just I'm sure people are wondering, what time is it where you are right now? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, let's see, it's just after 6 a.m. Oh, I've been, of course, up for gross. three hours praying. Of course. <laughs> uh, I hope you have a, a coffee handy to, so you won't fall asleep uh, in, the, in the podcast today. Uh, Pastor Scott's joined us this morning as well, and he's going to introduce uh, Pastor Gordon for us today. He's worked with them years ago. Uh, They've been friends a long time. Mm. And so, Pastor Scott, take it away and introduce our guest today. Yeah, well, uh, he was uh, our pastor, and here's Don with me here as well. He actually (laughs) uh, officiated our wedding. You can see there's that day right here. He would have been off to the side there. Um, and he's the one who, uh, uh, really besides my father, Pastor Dave and Pastor Gord would be my two biggest mentors. And Pastor Gord is the one who encouraged me to get on the course of study and uh, on the road to ordination. Uh, he was our pastor 20 years ago. He was Don's first pastor. And that was in, uh, in Coquitlam in British Columbia, 
where he was our pastor, pastor there for a long time. And as, as Pastor Dave said, Pastor Gord is currently the Canada Pacific District Superintendent. And we did travel up there to see them uh, near Niagara Falls uh, two years ago. We did a, a family trip, our big trip to mm. Niagara Falls. Cool. Good to see you. Yeah, thank you, Scott. And it was, uh, as I we were talking in the preamble, Lynn and I were reflecting on your visit two summers ago as well and seeing your little girls. It was a delight to have you. Wonderful. You, of course, were pastoring in Brantford, Ontario, when you got the call to be district superintendent a little over a year ago. That's, so that's, that's uh, yeah, the, the, the home of Wayne Gretzky, Alexander Graham Bell's invention of the telephone, those kinds of things. Yeah. Oh, there we are. Wow. Well, you've you've got a full year under your belt at this level of leadership. I'm sure that you've got it all figured out. You've written the book. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> this will be, be easy. District superintendent <laughs> in the midst of uh, COVID-19. I don't think they told you that when you signed up. <laughs> no, that, that that's for certain. I think I was joking with you guys beforehand that um, I... I I'm actually feeling a little better now that nobody knows what they're doing. It's been a challenging year, um, for sure. It, it meant uh, not just uh, adapting to new ministry rhythm, but uh, a move back from Ontario to British Columbia and uh, leaving my, my two sons, my daughter-in-law, and, a, and an almost-born grandson behind us. So that's been a bit of a challenge for us personally, mm -hmm. but we really enjoyed being back here, and I'm enjoying the, the challenge of the new role. What are how are the churches responding uh, to the situation uh, where you are? Uh, are there some new and innov innovative ways that uh, people are connecting to the gospel? Uh, and I'm sure there's challenges as well. Yeah, well, I mean, absolutely, there are. In in some ways, I'm sure it would parallel what's happening uh, on the Atlantic District and elsewhere. I was I was really surprised. In a, in, a, in, a, in a wonderful way, how quickly churches um, figured out how to continue meeting together. Um, you know, there were some obviously who were already streaming, and so they were able to sort of just levers that and keep rolling. But others jumped onto Zoom or, or you know, pre-recorded sermons and things like that, and have grown from there. Um, I think, though, the challenge that we're facing now is not not just you know meeting together, but as this. Um, present normal, new normal, I don't know what it is, it's the present normal, is got no real sign of changing anytime soon, is, you know, how do we do the more of the things that it means to be the church? We don't just gather. That's not all that we do. We, we, we're responsible for caring for one another, but also in being the proclaimers of the gospel, and, um, and it's a brand new day. And so I've been really pleased at um, the determination of the pastors to try to figure out how to do that. We're, we're trying to, um, I think we were going to do this anyway. I, you know, I've been sort of committed to online ministries for a number of years, um, but COVID has sort of forced us to hurry up and figure out how to connect with people online. And um, so we're exploring some new ways of doing that, pairing churches together uh, to be able to share uh, teaching resources and things like that. Te you know, persons with the ability to teach and preach that um, might not otherwise be available in a different local, different setting. So, uh, you know, it's still pretty early, Dave, to to be figuring out what's working. But I am really excited at the determination to be innovative in the journey. Hmm. All right. Well, we certainly uh, face all of these same issues, regardless of our geography, and uh, the both the need and opportunity bring us together in mutual conversation and encouragement and prayer, and certainly. Uh, as uh, as we pray for you and the folks there in Canada Pacific, uh, I know you do the same for here in Atlantic. Uh, last week we had uh, Pastor Mark on. He's of course our district superintendent here, and so we've reached across the nation today. And Gordon, thank you for for joining us this morning. Look forward to uh, being a part of engaging in God's Word today. Uh, your friendship and your leadership is valued and appreciated for such a time as this in the place that God has uh, called you to. All right, uh, we're going to continue this morning. Uh, Pastor Bradley? I just didn't want to wreck your transition, so I wanted to okay. well, wreck it at the beginning. Um, someone just came, Georgina Vardy came into chat, and I just wondered if this would mean anything to you, uh, Pastor Gordon. 
She wrote, hey, someone who would remember Moose was, was Nooski's? Does that mean anything to you? Because it means nothing to me. And can you help me? Moose Minuski's is a, is a, was a, a restaurant in Brantford that, uh, yeah, it was just, it was a pretty good gathering place. It's, it's, it's um claim to fame that as if you went there for your birthday, they'd put it like this moose hat on top of you and sing happy birthday to you. So that's probably what uh, okay. this person's remembering. However, it shut down about, I didn't say three years ago. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Now, now I'm in the know. Yeah, I was so, so lost. I was so lost. Anyway, Pastor, <laughs> back back to your transition. Uh, maybe we should go there for lunch. Oh, sure. When we're done here, yeah. If that only would be that'd be awesome. I'll have to check that out next time I get to Brantford. <laughs> All right, Pastor Ian's going to sing for us, I believe, this morning a worship song. I want to know you. May that be your prayer today. I've tried in vain a thousand ways My fears to quell, my hopes to raise But what I need, your word has said Is ever only Jesus You died, you live, you reign, you plead There's love in all your words and deeds. This weary heart finds all it needs. It Pastor Rianne. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, I know this is the moment you've been waiting for. I've been waiting for it. We're going to get into our announcements. And good news, they are short today. Thank you, Pastor Scott. Thank you for that. That's the encouragement I needed to go forward. Uh, I did want to, I saw a comment I wanted to to get to. Uh, where was it? Where was it? Where was it? Um, oh, a, ge- a gentleman came into chat. Sebastian Green. I know who you are and you know who you are. Top of the morning to you as well. As a young, young man, fine young man watching this morning. All right, here we go, folks. Welcome again to Sherwood Online. This is our online ministry of the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene. You'll find us here on Facebook every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and then on YouTube at 11.30 a.m., a repeated version of this. If you haven't already, make sure that you click the share button on your Facebook post or on the Facebook you know, that you're watching right now to help us spread the gospel. It's never been easier. You want to stay connected with what's going on here midweek. On Mondays, 9.30 a.m. through Zoom is a prayer and encouragement ministry with Deb Christie. Uh, again, Thursday, 9.30 a.m., same ministry, prayer and encouragement with Deb Christie. And the Zoom meeting ID for that is the church's phone number, 902 368 8484. And as I just mentioned, don't forget Sundays at 10 a.m. right here on Facebook Live. Want to thank you so much for your uh, continued faithfulness in giving of tithes and offering. And if you'd like to continue to do that, you, there's a few different ways that you can do that. E-transfer, office at naspei.com. That's the email for any e-transfers. You can also give online through your mobile device, through your computer, tablet, whatever you would like. Just head over to our website, naspei.com, and click the Give Online tab. And if you would like to give through debit, credit, or cash, uh, you can call the church, 902-368-8484, and we can make arrangements to meet you here to facilitate that. If you've been enjoying the SMORP that we do each and every Sunday and would like to make it a part of your daily routine, head on over to our website, naspei.com, and from there you can scroll and click, uh, you can click our resources tab or you can click uh, just down on the main page and find the SMORP for the month of July and you can pick right up with us. And finally, continue to pray with us for our frontline workers, for those in healthcare, for those that are called to make difficult decisions uh, during these times, for our church leadership across the nation, our district superintendents, our national director, and and all of those that have to make uh, some very difficult decisions, please continue to pray for them. And my last announcement is for our Live Fire Youth Group. Uh, We are going to be meeting July the 24th, not this week we're coming into, but the next Friday, and we're going to be going to the home of Mike and Melody Sider. What are we going to do there, you're asking? I can see it on your faces. We are going to be doing some bridge jumping. That sounds safe. No, we're going to be, we are. We're going to, there's a bridge we're going to be jumping off. We'll do some swimming. We'll do barbecue, all that kind of stuff, campfire. Uh, So what we're asking, and I'm going to send out the information with the address and the things that you need to bring. But parents, if you're listening, you are invited as well to stay. This is not a drop and run. If we're doing bridge jumping, we need you there. So, uh, so please, parents, bring your youth, bring some lawn chairs, you know, marshmallows, hot dogs, just things like that, so that we can we can um, roast those and have a great time together. And that will be our one time that we get together in July. And then don't forget, at the end of August, we're going to be getting together as well. So. Stay tuned on our uh, Live Fire Youth Instagram and parents in the parent group. I will be sending a message there shortly. Pastor Dave, that is all I have to say about that. And I have a question for you. Uh Uh-oh. What protocols do you have in place to um, stay six feet apart while jumping off the bridge at the same time? That's easy. You just take turns. One person jumps. Someone is six feet behind in line waiting to jump. They jump, get in the water. And you wait until they are six feet away, you know. If as long as it's higher than six feet, I suppose you could keep a continuous loop of people jumping. I don't. We'll figure it out when we get there. But we will maintain social distancing and all the regulations, and will and will uh, adhere to all the provincial guidelines. Have no fear. Well, my my heart is strangely warmed to know that you are looking after that important detail. Yes, sir. I'm I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Just a couple reminders that I want to share with you this morning. Uh, First of all, uh, I would like for everyone, and many have already, to go to our church webpage and to indicate uh, your interest in the 
possibility of hosting a home group on Sunday mornings uh, in relation to that, and also whether or not you might be interested just to continue on uh, where you are, or uh, you would like to attend a home group. So uh, this is an emerging uh, part of the ministry these days. Uh, we already have some home groups underway. Uh, last week, I uh, gave a shout out to the uh, home group meeting at the McDonald home on uh, uh, Marjorie Crescent, just around the corner from us in Stratford. And uh, I want to also just send a, a, a special hello to the the house church that's gathering at the McLeod home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got uh, folks there this morning. There you are. Whoa. Great to see you. That's hey awesome. Awesome. That's, you know, uh, that's great. You know, and there's so a crew at my house this morning. On this couch. <laughs> you got a full couch there. Yeah. Now, how are so you managing the uh, six-foot uh, six rule there? Well, this is this is our bubble here. Okay, they're in the bubble. Nice. You're all you're all set. So this That's is great. Not, this uh, is Brooklyn, not our daughter Brooklyn, and Sarah Richard. Yes. I know uh, Pastor Brad last week was wondering on her comment if it was Richard or Richard. Yes, help me. Richard. Thank you. Now right. I know. Yes. The, road, the road and, I live on is Richard, but your last name oh, is Richard. that's why, yeah. <laughs> And this is Ella, our uh, neighbor, also our other daughter, pretty much. Hey, Ella. Awesome. <laughs> well, that's that's. They all that's, go, uh, they all go to my young lady's um, uh, Bible study. Okay, beautiful. Uh, I say uh, Brooklyn looks an awful lot like her mother. Yes, <laughs> I got them. I got them both covered on on that one. That's uh, that's great. Well. Uh, for those who have already indicated interest to be a part of, uh, to host a home group, uh, we're going to have a meeting here at the church in the fellowship hall at uh, one o'clock this afternoon. So if you have indicated your interest in hosting a group or you already are, uh, if you would come, we can uh, have some further conversation uh, around that. And also just to let you know that uh the uh, opportunity for a home group is now ready this Sunday, actually, right? As we are, are sharing together here at the Church Fellowship Hall, uh, Pastor Nadine is uh, leading that group today. And so uh, on 9.30 on Sunday mornings, uh, you're welcome to come, bring coffee, and have an opportunity to, to tune into the podcast and to pray together and to, to see one another uh, during these days. Obviously, uh, we are in an unusual season of life and ministry. There's, there's two responses to this. One is, initially, you're reacting to what is going on, and the other is to be proactive and to anticipate uh, God's preferred future in the midst of what we don't know. Now, that's both challenging, but it's also life-giving because it calls for us to ask new questions. It calls all of us to seek the Lord for his wisdom and guidance. And one of the things that is increasingly clear to us is the need to enhance our online presence. And to do that will require some more equipment and some needs that uh, mm-hmm. are not we're not able to meet at the moment, but we will need to meet them going forward. And so I'm I'm asking you today to consider a, a special gift and an investment into the things that are needed, so that we can expand and give new opportunities for the gospel. And so if you uh, want to talk to me more about that, give me a call. I would uh, love to show you the details. Hmm. Uh, They're ready to go. And I know that as you respond, uh, God will give us the opportunity to share his good news uh, with many, many people. And so those are just a couple of things that are uh, happening right now. And we'll keep you updated uh, week by week as uh, as things unfold. So that, uh, I believe, brings us up to date in terms of uh, what's happening today, again, one o'clock this afternoon, uh, a meeting for all those who are interested in or already hosting or are considering doing this, you come and we'll have that conversation uh, so that we can move forward together. And again, uh, I, just a, a great uh, greeting today to the house church that's meeting uh, on Brackley Point Road. 
or just just up the street, not mm. far away. All right. Uh, this morning we have a actually a new feature that oh. we've not been able to do before. As we get to our scripture lesson, you're going to be able to see it on the screen today. Uh, also, invite you to uh, get your Bible, your journal out, refresh your coffee. This would be a great time as we uh, do our, our Sunday uh, SMARP and as we engage in God's Word. Now, uh, the passage this morning is from Matthew chapter 13. And the reason that we're doing that today is this is the passage that Pastor Gordon uh, sent to me. It's one that has, God's been really speaking to his heart from. And I know as you share this morning and we engage together, uh, it will it will come from your heart today for all of us. So uh, again, let's uh, read together from Matthew chapter 13. We're going to have two sections, uh, verses 1 to 9, and then verses uh, 18 to 23. And so, Pastor Scott, would you begin to read the first passage? And we're reading from the New International Version of the Bible, Matthew chapter 13. Uh, go ahead, Pastor Scott. Matthew 13, 1 to 9. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. And verses 18 to 23, uh, Pastor Gordon. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word at once or sees it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces, this is the one uh, who produces a crop yielding 160 or 30 times what was sown. This is the word of the Lord this morning. Thanks God. to God. This particular passage uh, resonates in my heart because I had the privilege of growing up on the farm. Mm -hmm. uh, the planting of seed was, was essential to what we did and to our livelihood. And I know what rocky ground looks like. <laughs> I remember uh, pulling rocks out of out of the ground for years. I know what good soil looks like, and I know what the path looks like. And so as I, as I read the text here this morning, uh, those images and those pictures certainly come clear uh, to my heart. We see this as a parable that Jesus uh, shared, and Jesus did a lot of his teaching in parables uh, using practical, everyday uh, life experiences to teach spiritual truth. And certainly we see that uh, evident here in this particular passage in Matthew 13. But as we, uh, as we engage in the word this morning, again, uh, looking at the scripture, asking what, what words or phrases or observations in this passage stand out to you? Uh, that's, that's the first question. And you know, in looking over this, it was uh, rather evident that there's about three or four key words that certainly grabbed my heart today, and I'll just share them with you. Uh, the word hear, the word listen, 
and the word understand. Those three words uh, certainly uh, jumped off the page to me today. Hear, listen, and understand. And so, uh, uh, pastors, this morning, just in terms of your first response, what are some words or phrases that uh, certainly spoke to you today? Who's up? Am I supposed to jump in at this point? Go ahead. ahead. Yeah, you know, indeed, um, Pastor Dave, those were the themes that were running through my mind most of the week as I was reflecting on this. And and, uh, just particularly the notion of of listening, uh, the the intentionality that that sort of infers that, that, you know, I mean, there's noises happening even right now that are happening, but I'm not necessarily listening to them. And... uh, you know this this thought that I have to to be attentive to what the Lord might say to me and to slow down enough to to let it bed into my my mind and heart. Okay, Pastor Scott, uh, any words or phrases that? Well, one thing uh, that's always stuck out to me in this portion of Scripture is it says a sower or a farmer went out to sow a seed. So a single person, not not a group but one person. Okay, that's interesting. So this is not a mass gathering. Uh, One person can make a difference. Okay, anything, uh, Pastor Bradley? You know, for whatever reason, we've all read this a a lot of times, and I, like you, Pastor Dave, grew up on a farm, but this image of the seed really just, that just jumped at me this time. Because within that tiny, tiny little seed has everything it needs to blossom and grow. It, it, the fullness of life is right there in that seed. And, and I don't want to get into the message part of what the Lord is saying to me, but just this image of what the seed contains and, and the process from which it grows and, you know, gives fruit. And anyway, uh, yeah, the, the seed, I, my, I'm fixated on the seed right now. There you go. <laughs> okay. So what is what does this passage tell me about the nature and the work of God? Uh, that's really the question that I think is always first and foremost. Um, as I as I you know listen to the text here this morning, is is that God's kingdom, the work, the rule, the reign, the realm of God's presence, uh, works within the confines of human experience. Uh, there's nothing more fundamental or basic than seed. Mm. That that's uh, the essence and the source of of nourishment and life, and everything that flourishes and everything that we need uh, to sustain life is, is, in one sense, is planted uh, in in a with a seed. Uh, you want a nice shade tree? It starts with a seed. Mm-hmm. If you want uh, a nice tomato, <laughs> it starts with a seed. So uh, the thing that that really uh, grabbed my heart here was that, that God works in the ordinary ways of life, uh, supernaturally natural, uh, if I could use that phrase. Mm. So that, that's something that that stands out to me this morning. Gentlemen, uh, is there something else you might see here in terms of God's nature and God's work in hearts and lives? Uh, Maybe the fact that he uses, as Pastor Scott said, the nature of God is to use his creation to accomplish his will. And he uses individuals to go out and spread and sow seeds of life to all of us. And it, you know, it's just making me think about how many, how many people continually come and sow seed into my life, and where and how do I receive it? But to the nature of God, it's that He uses us to accomplish His will. I think. Okay, all right. Anyone else to uh, reflect on that particular question? Well, kind of going along with that, uh, in verse nineteen, it says, "When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it." So who's going to help them understand it? And I only see two ways, uh, either the Holy Spirit or the church, meaning other Christians. And sure, God can use 
his Holy Spirit. But throughout the Bible, as Pastor Brad kind of indicated there, it's clear uh, that God wants to use us and enjoys seeing his children showing truth and love to others. Okay. That's a good image. I like that. I'm just struck, I think, by, you know, it's it's a metaphor or, or, you know, a parable. Jesus is, the whole of the truth is not contained in one passage, but but we get so many glimpses of what's going on. And I, I just uh, been impressed by the notion of, of God's patience in this journey. If I reflect on my own life, there have been plenty of times when maybe um, I didn't get it right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, but I think we can assume if we sort of play with the picture here that uh, it is a seed, but that one seed is followed by another seed by another. Like, like, like the Lord is constantly trying to speak to me. And, uh, you know, my role obviously is to be attentive to the soil of my heart. But, uh, you know, the, the Lord's patience to, to work with me. Hmm. All right. The other part of this, of course, is there a scripture that I could begin to memorize? And basically, verse 9, more verse 18, might be a really good verse to memorize. Whoever has ears, let them hear. Yep. And that that verse is common throughout scripture. That's not uh, isolation in isolation here at all. That's a, a common a common theme. And so whoever has ears, let them hear. And uh, then verse 18, listen then to what the parable of the sower means. Mm. So, uh, so I would encourage you just to let that, let that verse, particularly the one, whoever has ears, let them hear. Let that soak in your heart today because this is about listening to God yep. and hearing from him. And so if we're not listening, we'll not hear. Uh, so there's a, a suggestion for you uh, today. And of course, sometimes, you know, when we're engaging in the word, we're not sure about something and something will spark a question for God. Uh, and if there's something in there today that uh, is, is uh, you're not sure about, write, write it down. Write down your question for God. Uh, that's something to ponder and, and reflect on. The, uh, the next part, of course, is the message. What, what is God saying to me this morning? Is there for me a word of encouragement or correction or guidance or wisdom or a promise? And of course, the question for God is here as well. And and as I as I look at it, uh, the message that that's for me today, okay, it's a reminder to me that I am subject to the pressures of this world that can choke out the call, the kingdom living in my life. I am not, um, I am susceptible to that and I'm not removed from that. And the reality is that all of us, and I'm going to speak for myself, that I can uh, allow the things of this world to choke out the seed. And so that's a powerful reminder that I, I don't live above everyone else. I don't, uh, I haven't arrived perfectly at this yet. And so I need to, uh, I need to be uh, cognizant of the fact that I am susceptible to, uh, to the pressures and the persecutions of this world. And that's, that's something that the Lord's really speaking to me about. So uh, as I share that today, uh, gentlemen, is there something else where you sense, you know, God's speaking to my heart here uh, in this passage? And what does that look like? Well, you know, I mean, your thoughts really resonate with me, Dave, because I have really been trying to put myself into the passage. One of the things, uh, let me quickly just say that, um, you know, I think I've read... I don't know how many books that have used this passage to talk about our evangelistic responsibilities, but, you know, set into the context of the scripture itself, Jesus is speaking to a whole bunch of people who on the surface, at least were determined to be obedient and follow the Lord. This wasn't a, uh, you know, a Colosseum filled with people who, who didn't love the Lord. They they were doing their best. So um, 
this this responsibility to 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 hear this for myself um, and the challenges that it represents have been on me all week. But but the flip side of that is there as well, and that um, I you know I I need to be a seed sower. I, I just there there's a responsibility that is upon me to be looking for opportunities to plant seeds uh, into people's hearts and um, and and the Lord part, the, the Lord chooses for whatever crazy reason to choose me to to participate with him in that in that process wow thank you the uh for me the guidance and encouragement i am getting is that uh, to be more intentional especially with with all the craziness in the world right now it's it's uh easy to justify just isolating myself and you know getting through the week getting through the day so just to be more intentional Hmm. I'm for me I'm seeing this cyclical thing like in farming where you you know the plant grows and you harvest it and then you can use the seed from that to you know keep continually going like I grew up on a potato farm so you cut that potato up get you know put it back in the ground but I'm I the the way I would summarize what the Lord's saying to me is that yeah I need to be a seed sower and then he's asking the question, what seed are you sowing? Because thorns and thistles start as seeds as well. Interesting. And, and which then brought me back to what is growing in my heart. Is there righteousness growing? Is that the seed that's being sown? Or is there also, maybe there's some of that, but is there also maybe a, a little uh, something else growing on the side, you know, which would be sin. And, and so what the Lord is, is saying to me right now is I need to be a seed sower I need to receive the seed as well from others that are out there planting good seed in my life. And then there's a lot going on for me right now, guys. Thanks a lot. Is, uh, (laughs) is what is the condition of my heart in which these seeds are, are growing anyway. Okay. There's a lot of food for thought here. Yep. Um, uh, Any particular response as people may be contributing in the moment, uh, Pastor Bradley? Oh, boy, I haven't even been looking because the Lord's been just <laughs> talking to me. Um, hmm. Get, what, do you want to continue and I'll I'll continue. I'll, I'll we'll we'll pick up on that. You you uh, are the pastor of multitasking. Uh, you know, okay, so uh, Linda, but I don't even tr- dare try to pronounce your last name, Linda, uh, she said, a seed planted into the heart of a non-believer can change their life. Earlier, by the way, Pastor Gordon, she referenced you as the pastor that led her to Christ. I know who that is just by your by your reference to the name you don't want to pronounce. Yeah. Uh, let's <laughs> see here. Um, Now, Pastor, why don't you continue? Oh, let's see here. Georgina, I'm encouraged by the Holy Spirit. The message to me is that I do not have to bear the burdens of this world. I do not have to carry the load of producing fruit. I am encouraged that the fruit will come as I unload the burdens that are not mine at the cross and only carry what God asks of me, which he has made a delight. Wow. Very cool, Georgina. Okay, let's move on to obedience part. Uh, what What's the next right thing to do? Mm-hmm. Which direction am I walking toward? That's the question here. And as I, as I uh, look at this, I'm reminded in terms of obedience to never stop cultivating and tending the soil in which God's seed is planted. Uh, It comes back to what I said earlier about hearing and listening and understanding. Um, Again, I made reference to growing up on the farm, and I I remember so well uh, my father, who was a master gardener, spent tireless days and weeks and months and years, in fact, investing in the condition of the soil. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that was the basis of production. There was no harvest if the soil 
was not in its right condition. And so through, uh, through many ways and means, he would, he would tend the soil and give great attention to it. And so, uh, you know, for me, the call here is to keep cultivating and tending the condition of my heart so that I am hearing and listening and responding because the truth of the matter is that heart can become hard, it can become cynical, it can become critical, it can become, uh, it can shut down to what the Holy Spirit wants to say and do. And so uh, one, of, one of the reasons that we are, um, I'm, I'm insistent on, on using the SMORP tool, and it's only a tool, is that this is the means by which the condition of our heart is tended and cultivated so that it's good soil in which God can produce 30, 60, and 100-fold in our lives. And so without this, without this kind of intentionality, uh, we quickly, we quickly um, go to you know, the pathway in the rocky soil. And so the Lord's saying to me is, is keep pressing in on, on the things that I've called you to do, but tend the condition, the soil of my heart. That's, for me, that's my response to the word this morning. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's different for all of us, yet similar. So gentlemen, just share that with us today. Uh, Mary Ellen Knockwood and I are on the same page uh, both the Lord put the scripture, Psalm 139, both on our hearts about the Lord searching us and showing us what's in there. Mm-hmm. I, you know, for me, it was search me, oh God, and see if there be any wicked seed in me. Okay. Absolutely. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm right in sync with you gentlemen, because mm-hmm. I mean, even in the parable itself, the sower is the same, the seed's the same. Yep. It's the soil that is different in That's each right. of the... And that's the thing that, that makes the difference uh, for us. I, and I'm not a farm boy. I'm a city kid. I, Linda and I attempted to plant a garden in our, behind the Parsons house in Coquitlam, Scott. You might even remember it there. And uh, <laughs> I remember a gentleman walking by and giving us his counsel, steer manure, he said. And and the city kid didn't want to hear that at all. But uh, <laughs> in the end, he was right, as we were rather pathetic in our attempt to grow something. So, yeah, no, it's about... It's and that's I can be responsible for that, right? The, the soil is is a thing that I can that I can manage, and even you know again, even helping to to clear the soil in other people's lives as well is is something that I can be engaged in. Mm-hmm. Um, but the seed is the seed, and the task of sowing is the task of sowing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think you're. I'm with you. The soil. Uh, I do want you to know, Gordon, that uh, God loves city folks too. <laughs> Just, just, yep. just know that. Yeah, yeah. It's a good thing I don't have to grow my own food. <laughs> Indeed. For me, sticking with the same theme, uh, typically, I find a person isn't going to really listen to your viewpoint unless there's some measure of relationship and trust. We see it every day in social media. When was the last time you saw? people going back and forth and someone say, you know what, you, you've made some valid points and you've changed the <laughs> view on this topic. <laughs> so kind of sticking with uh, what Georgina said, great points. Uh, we're on the same page. I think uh, uh, we can get discouraged when we share our faith and it doesn't take root in the other person, but it's not our job to get them saved, so to speak. It's our job, for lack of a better word, our job is to love people mm-hmm. and share our beliefs to the best of our ability. And the Holy Spirit takes over from there. Okay. All right. The, uh, the next part is, is repentance. And this is a, an, an essential part of our faith. A confessional faith is one that is lasting and rooted in Christ. Mm. And repentance is not just, oh, I'm sorry for my sins here, and that may be indeed a part of it, but it's really about realigning our lives to God's ways, God's intention, and God's purpose. It's about reorienting our lives, about rethinking some of the things we thought we knew, and being open to being transformed by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. That's at the heart 
of what this means. And, you know, in terms of asking myself, okay, what, what, what is it I need to confess here this morning? And, and here's, what I, here's what I wrote down. I'm going to share it with you. Um, I confess that at times the worries of this life, and particularly in this season, can close down the, uh, the God's intention in my life. And so I recognize my susceptibility to, as he says, you know, the worries of this life. And they are many, and they're intense, and they are relentless at times. And so I, I confess my need of his help here, because hmm. uh, if I want to produce that 30, 60, and 100-fold, um, this is not about getting it right, but about being transformed in the midst of it all. And I'm asking the Lord to do that for me, so hmm. that the worries of this life will not choke out the seed that God has planted in my heart. So there, there's, uh, there's my heart this morning and recognize that, uh, that I'm susceptible to that. And then when that happens, you, you, you stop listening and hearing God's voice. And I know what that's like. And, and I'm asking the Lord to, to, to help me there. So anything else, gentlemen, that, that is, uh, a reorientation for you and a sense of repentance today to receive is pruning. You know, we talk, our, we're, our theme for the year is about abiding and I just can't shake the, the gardening image here. You know, anyone that he loves, he, he prunes so that they can become more fruitful. And my, I would confess that I have resisted pruning hmm. and that I, I need to, allow the master gardener to come and prune and, and cut out the things that don't belong and pull the weeds and continue to be transformed daily. Mm. All right. Thank you, Pastor Bradley. Gentlemen, anything else you'd like to share here at this point in the uh, conversation? It, can, can I cheat just a little bit? The passage sure. that we read today Yes. Um, is, you know, the, the first part, Jesus is talking to the crowd, he gives the parable, and then we get the private conversation that he has with his disciples as he explains what they mean. But those actually bracket a, a section in, in Matthew, uh, what, part of which Jesus quotes the prophet Isaiah in his conversation. This is just happening with the disciples. But, but he, he talks about this, he says in verse 15, for this, he's quoting Isaiah, so about 750 years even before Jesus. For, his, for this people's heart has become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and they've closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, mm. and I would heal them. And for me, it's this, this, this dynamic of the, the Lord really wants to be working in our lives. He wants to be working in my lives. And, and you know, as you come to this notion of confession, um, just come and claim with the Lord and, and, and actually, okay, I'm, I'm, here I am. I'm listening now. Mm. His response is good. Now I'm going to do something for you. I'm going to do something in your life. Wow. You use the word turn. Mm. And that's really what repentance is, is a turning. And that, that's the key that unlocks everything um, in terms of uh, the condition of the soil of the heart. Okay. Pastor Scott, anything you want to add at this point? Uh, just kind of goes along with everything uh, you guys have been saying so far. I mean, that's, I think it's human nature, the pruning, resisting it. Nobody wants to say, you know, I've, I've done this wrong and need to work on this. But the bottom line is you can't share what you don't have. Hmm. Indeed. Okay. The last part, of course, is prayer. And uh, we've said this once, we'll say it a thousand more times. Gratitude, uh, prayer begins with gratitude. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not about lining up asking God for all our needs and our stuff, but it's thanking him for who he is and his work in our lives. And so, uh, you know, there are a lot of things we can pray for, and you certainly can, uh, can uh, 
write them down and share them this morning. But uh, what is what is the one thing in terms of prayer today that you're thankful for? And and as I as I reflected on this in in the passage today, I, I'm thankful that God's first intention and desire for me is to be fruitful and productive in the work of the kingdom. That's what he wants, is is for me to be in such a relationship with him that by being obedient to him, I will be productive and fruitful in the things God's called me to do. And so I'm thankful that that's what God's intention for me is and want to walk that out uh, today and tomorrow and the days that are, are coming. So, gentlemen, anything else you're you're thankful for as a result of the passage here today? You covered me right there, Pastor. I don't, I don't know if this will necessarily make sense, but it, you know, new to my my role as district superintendent, um, and I know I'm stretching the the language a little bit, but uh, I play a slightly different role in God's grand scheme of building a, a garden, of growing a garden, mm-hmm. and um, and yet uh, I am discovering already, as He has always shown to me, that uh, His grace is always going to be sufficient. Mm-hmm. And so, even in a season where I felt a little bit lost and overwhelmed at times, mm-hmm. I have I have I just have known His presence and uh, that whatever my specific roles are in his grand scheme, um, he will be enough and more for me. That's a lot to be thankful for. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, Pastor Scott. I'm just thankful for God's word. And I, I, I can't think of a scripture that really shows uh, the living word as much as this one. Like, when I read through this, it, it just seems like it was written last week, like how it just, hmm. it just, it just perfectly lays out how people's hearts are the soil. And uh, I'm sure we can all, we think of different people as we read the soil in different circumstances in our lives when we've shared the gospel and whatnot and see, you know, how it, different people react to it. And I just love having a, like a concrete guidebook, so to speak, in God's word. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, are there any things to share from online response this morning? Most gracious and merciful Savior, I thank you for your continued transformation of my heart. Wow. Thankful for God's word. Thankful for his guidance in examining my heart. Thankful for his grace and forgiveness. Thankful for God's word through my spiritual mentors. Uh, let's see. Yep. There you go, pastor. There there's, it's been really interesting to watch chat today because what I've observed is what we've hoped and prayed for is that people's comments would resonate with other people. And, and we're seeing that today, someone sharing something and someone saying, that's exactly what I needed to hear. And this is what it's about. Wonderful. Yep. Someone asked me the other day, Pastor Bradley, why you have so many monitors in your office? <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. Does the iPad count? Seven. Uh, do, you, do you really want to know or no? Yeah. No, that's okay. It, they're all necessary for what we do. Yep. And, and then some. Pastor Rianne's going to lead us in worship song, He Knows My Name. That's good news for us all.
Hey, thank you for joining us this morning on our Sunday podcast. For those who are walking close with Christ this morning, keep walking forward in faith and obedience. If you are listening today and you're searching for spiritual truth and understanding, keep searching and seeking. Christ is closer than you know. For those who are fearful and filled with anxiety, and, and many people are, I offer the peace of Christ to you today. His promise is that he will never leave you or forsake you. Perhaps you're listening today and you've become distant in your walk with the Lord. I want to invite you to come home. He is waiting for you with open arms. And maybe you've been watching today and you do not know Christ as your personal Savior. I want you to know that he knows your name. There's no better time than right now, right where you are, to open your heart to him and invite him to be your Lord and Savior. Call to him, and he will answer. I want to invite you to reach out to us and contact us if uh, you need prayer or ministry or, or want to converse further as to God's work and call in your heart and in your life. And so as we conclude this morning, uh, one of the great benedictions of Scripture from the book of Numbers, and now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Gentlemen, thank you for being with us. Pastor Gordon, what a delight to have mm -hmm. you today. Uh, kind of from sea to sea is, uh, is our motto this morning. May God bless you and your leadership and the folks there yes. in Canada Pacific. Uh, may, may there be a great move of the Holy Spirit in these days. Mm -hmm. And uh, Pastor Scott, great to have you today. Mm -hmm. And again, how our lives interconnect with one another is mm -hmm. part of God's story that he's writing in all of our hearts. And having said that, Pastor Bradley, thank you for all that you're doing to, oh. to make us uh, look good on the <laughs> screen today. Uh, you're going to work on, on my singing at one point and do some editorial work, I'm sure. Well, we'll see what happens. But until then, would you help us to exit gracefully, as you always do? Absolutely. Well, thank you, gentlemen. It has been a pleasure, as always. And thank you for those that are watching uh, from the, the home gatherings and those that are just watching at home and wherever you may be today. Thank you so much for spending the last hour with us. Don't forget, it's not too late because I know you were saying, oh, it's too late to share the post. No, it's not. You can click the share button even now or when this is over uh, so that you don't miss anything and share this out and help us spread the gospel. If the word touched you this morning, how cool would it be to plant a seed in your Facebook post and onto your friends' Facebook timelines? Uh, that's really what this is about. And so if you could click share, that would be fantastic. But don't forget uh, to click the like on our Facebook page so that you get notified. And at 11.30, we'll be back on YouTube. And a little bit later in the afternoon, the podcast audio will be ready to go for you for those that listen by audio. I think that's all that I have. Uh, if you want any more information from us, you can always go to www.naspei.com. And from there, you can contact us and find out all about the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene here in Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island. The temperature being muggy and gross today. It's lovely. All right. That's it for me and for us. Thank you so much. And as we love to say here, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Stay holy, stay humble, stay hungry, and stay healthy. 